The new week kicked off slowly as the US and Canadian markets were shut for holiday on Monday. Now, the Chinese stocks failed to gain enough momentum to the upside as their European counterparts extended gains in quite a slow trading session. But despite news that France cut its growth outlook for this year to just 1%, now the headlines will happily quicken with the big US retailer earnings from today, but most investors will certainly prefer to see how NVIDIA did last quarter before making any important investment decisions before Wednesday. So welcome, this is Swiss Codes Daily Market Talk. So yes, yesterday was a slow and an eventless day, really, as the US and Canadian markets were shut for holiday and trading volumes were quite thin. Now, the Chinese returned from their Lunar New Year holiday, as you know, having well traveled and spent more money this year than they did before the pandemic. And early trading hours in Asia were well, quite cheery, but that enthusiasm left its place to doom and gloom quickly as well, the Chinese equities found it quite hard to extend their gains on well, the back of these looming Chinese problems like deflation, the aging Chinese population, a deepening property crisis in China, and obviously these lost investors' confidence. As such, while yesterday's 1% advance in the CSI 300 index couldn't gain enough momentum today, even though well, China cut its five-year LPR rate, which is the reference rate for mortgages in China by most on records since the rate was introduced in 2019. To do what? Well, to prop up demand for its tumbling property market and also hoping to stop this downturn. But in vain, well, the equity markets didn't react much, as I said, and Nasdaq's China real estate index continues its race to the bottom. So again, the Chinese recovery is not on a solid path for now, despite the stimulus measures. Now, equities in Europe, however, extended gains to fresh year-to-date highs, and the stock 600 index continues to trade at a spitting distance from an all-time high level, even though, even though France lowered its growth forecast for 2024 to just 1%, and Germany announced a 0.3% contraction earlier this month, remember? So the energy crisis and higher interest rates in the eurozone are eating into the old continent's economy and the ECB is not even sure that it will start cutting its interest rates soon enough given that inflation risks remain tilted to the upside because the shipping costs increase and even though ECB's Kristen Lagarde had mentioned in her latest post-ECB presser that these maritime transfer costs make up to only one half percent of the top Total transport costs. Well, combined with a certain upside pressure that we see in oil prices today and the softening Fed rate cut expectations, which lead to a stronger US dollar, threaten the price stability in the euro area. And some European policymakers think that it's simply not a good idea to declare victory on inflation before time. So that means that they think it's safer to wait for more evidence that inflation in Europe is easier sustainably toward their 2% policy target then while acting prematurely and looking foolish again. So this is certainly what keeps the US dollar appetite quite contained these days and other 
cryptocurrencies somehow supported that fear that a delay in Federal Reserve's rate cuts would translate into a stronger US dollar across the board. A stronger US dollar would send a fresh wave of high inflation across the globe, and the latter, a higher inflation would delay other central banks' rate cut plans as well. But the latter reasoning should be just enough to contain the buying pressure that we see in the US dollar and not necessarily to reverse the greenback's positive trend. So the US dollar index saw support near its 100-day moving average level yesterday and the euro dollar failed to clear its own 100-day moving average resistance to the upside. The diverging fortunes between the US where economic growth remains strong and resilient, and the euro area, where growth is, well, quite nowhere to be found really, justifies an earlier ECB cut compared to the Fed. But the European Central Bank will cut only, and if only, inflation in Europe remains on a falling path. And there is nothing less certain than that at the moment, unfortunately. Anyway, back to my European stock story. Well, the SOX 600 index actually performed surprisingly well since the start of this year and that despite the sputtering European economies and despite having no guarantee whatsoever that the ECB will start cutting its interest rates before summer. Something that the European stock valuations are just below their long-term average, which actually make them well, much cheaper and more much appetizing than their American peers, where valuations obviously went through the roof over the past year. Of course, AI is what makes these American stocks shine brighter than the European diamonds, because Nvidia, for example, is worth more than the entire German DAX index today. So I will repeat that, your NVIDIA has a bigger market capitalization than the entire German DAX index as of today, and that premium is well justified by massive and concrete AI investments that happen in a fast and a furious manner. So money's flowing in actually, and money will continue to flow in. So even if the European stock valuations are more reasonable and more appetizing than the technology-heavy US peers, well, the upside potential that the US technology giants offer is well, incomparable to the European businesses. But anyway, across the channel, still in Europe, the energy and finance heavy British FTSE 100 index actually refused to return to last year's negative trend at the start of this year and rallied 3% since last week only. But cable remains under pressure as the Bank of England does stand up against Andrew Bailey's cautious sense regarding premature interest rate cuts in the UK. The bank's former economist on the other hand, said that it's one thing to have missed inflation on the way up, but it's quite another to then have crushed the economy on the way down. But anyway, we know that that's not a risk that the major central bank heads are willing to take right now. And the latest RBA meeting minutes that were released just this morning will show that the policymakers there consider to hold the interest rate steady or even a case for a 25 base point hike at the latest meeting. That's scary. And the latest FOMC minutes that will be released tomorrow will also give more clarity on if 
and how the Federal Reserve members in the U.S. reacted to last year's skyrocketing rate cut expectations. But from what they publicly say, well, they also think that these rate cut expectations went well ahead of themselves. And, well, that's true for all of the central bank those out there. So there will hardly be any interest rate cuts announced from a major central bank before June this year, in my honest opinion. Now, today, the US and Canada will be returning from their, well, one-day holiday, and it will spice up the news headlines with Walmart and Home Depot earnings that will hit the headlines as soon as today. It will also serve as a tiny appetizer before NVIDIA's much-expected quarterly results that are due tomorrow after the bell. Elsewhere, the natural gas futures took another dive at yesterday's trading session, while American crude cleared the 100 and 200-day moving average offers last week and is now testing a major Fibonacci resistance to the upside. Now, trend and momentum indicators remain supportive of a further rise in oil prices toward the $80 per barrel level as tensions in the Middle East, the Chinese stimulus measures and OPEC's efforts to restrict the oil supply are supportive factors for the oil bulls. On the opposite camp, the rising supply from countries outside OPEC, China's inability to boost growth despite stimulus measures, and slowing global demand growth for fossil fuel are arguments that will make the oil bull's life harder above that $80 per barrel psychological mark. So this is all for today. I'm Ipeko Skardeshkaya, and thank you for joining me, and thank you for all your beautiful and supportive messages. I hope... This episode of Market Talk has been helpful and it has been insightful to you. So please do not hesitate to leave your comments, your reactions and your questions below as usual. Follow us on Instagram, on X and on LinkedIn for regular market updates. Subscribe to our YouTube channel for daily market comments. And please don't forget to hit the like button on these videos to let us know that you enjoy them. So I will meet you again tomorrow. And until then, good day trading.